Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. <gasps> My name is Mark. We are joined by the ghostly specter of Miles. I think my cough is mostly better, oh, except in the morning. Okay. But can you estimate how many years off your life are gone? A lot. A lot, yeah. I think I lost like two, but they're the bad two. Mm. You know, 60 and 61. I don't need that. <clears throat> that's You think that's your life expectancy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And it's just because I'm accident prone. I just get hit by an 18-wheeler. Two ones, actually. They hit each other. We're also joined by Jackie. Hi. Jackie, when will you die? Oh. How old? Um, 90... Wow. 98. Oh, good for you, Jackie. Thank you. I don't even know. What did I even say? We just, just introed you. Yeah. And we talked about when you were going to die. Right. Which we, we do every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is a podcast... On its face, that should be about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but we've talked about all the JoJo there is to talk about. What do you mean there's a comic? We can't read a comic and make a podcast about it. That's silly. So we're watching other anime, some of which have actually been selected by our Patreon supporters, and this week we are going to be talk We are going to be talk about Zom 100, Bucket List we're of the Dead. We're going to be talk about Zom 100. <laughs> The rest of this podcast will be written by like a shitty version of ChatGPT. <laughs> uh, yeah, which by the way is very uh, that anime is still going on now. It like oh. we it we just had enough time to actually watch it. Um, so this will be uh, like only like four episodes were out, four or five episodes were out. So like we barely had time to even get the first three episodes <clears throat> downloaded. Watched. Oh, oh! This is, is a brand new. This is coming out now. Yeah, oh. it started last month. I don't know how else to communicate it. My brain is fried. But, this but is we'll, currently running. We'll be talking about Zom 100. Is there another way to pronounce it? I'm trying to think if it was like Zamio. Like if I read it too fast, that's not good. Mm. Anyway, Zamio. Zabumafu. That's a one for you older listeners. Anyway, before what is that? Zabumafu. Mm-hmm. It's not actually for like older listeners. He's it's, a lemur. It's for young millennials. He was on PBS, I believe. Ah, he's a or something. He was a little a muppet. These like two guys and these like two that had a puppet monkey. They would talk to. Although sometimes he animals. wasn't a puppet. Sometimes was he was a, show, a real ring-tailed lemur. It was a show. About, yes, yeah, that's true. Sometimes he transformed into a real lemur. His name was Zobumafu. Yes. Anyway. And sometimes the animals look really fucking fucked up and funny. Before we talk about Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, we need to check our message list of the dead by going to the inbox for jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Okay, this email is from Christian, and the subject line is Akira. Hey, JJB Pod, it's been a hot minute since I've written. Not since you guys covered the legend of the Galactic Heroes movie, in fact. But when I saw you guys were covering Akira, I knew I had to write in. I first watched Akira around 2017. I appreciated it well enough since the animation has aged really well, and the story was fine enough, despite it feeling like it had a bad case of ADHD. I would then go on to read the manga in 2019, right around when COVID started. And it's become probably my favorite manga ever. It's just so much more fleshed out than a movie in all the best ways. I burped. 
And the author is extremely talented at drawing. I even have the $100 Q box set they put out for it. That's everything for now, folks. Take care. Christian. Thanks, Christian. Mm. Thanks, Christian. Maybe I'll learn to read. Mm. Yeah, you should do it, Miles. And I think, like, I've looked up the cube. It's now, like, kind of rare. There's some places that sell it for, like, hundreds of dollars. But I think there's also used ones that aren't that much money um, for all of the manga. And you get a cube. Who doesn't want, who doesn't want a cube? Yeah, it's so easy to fit it places. Yeah. This email is from Chad. Subject line is email of the dead. That's, that's about as clever as mine. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Let's take a look at the voice connections for ZOM 100 Bucket List of the Dead. Akira's best bud, by the way, the lead character in this show is named Akira, which is the same as the same name as the movie we watched last week. So don't get confused. Called Akira or Akira. Don't get confused. I don't think it's a reference. Akira is just a common fucking name. That was not Chad saying all those things. That's me being rude. Anyway, here's Chad's emails. Akira's best bud Kenichiro Kensho Yuzaki is voiced by Makoto Furukawa, who also voiced Part 6 Second Son of Dio Rikiel, the sky-high stand user, the guy whose head, his eyes would get all fucked up if he didn't have a stand, so he could control those things. Akira's horrible former team leader Gonzo Kosugi is voiced by Kenta Miyake, who voiced TV version of Muhammad Abdul, stand name Magician's Red. I'm glad you folks got to check out this very current anime that only started airing or simulcasting last month. Personally, I'm really enjoying this take on the well-trodden genre of zombie apocalypse and can't wait to see more. What's something the hosts would want to put on their own zombie apocalypse bucket list? Hope everyone is staying safe and doing well. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Oh yeah, yeah. We're skipping the P.S. because Chad said a voice connection that I already said. Good job, Mark. Thanks. I did my homework once. What would I put on my zombie apocalypse bucket list? Um, I mean, I kind of want to just think of things that you could only do in a zombie apocalypse. Mm. You know? Like burn down a Walmart so nobody else can get supplies. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that you can't really do during a zombie apocalypse. Like if you were going to like go somewhere that like needs employees... You know, like, yeah, you know, he kind of says that in the and I think you wrote down a note when he says it in the anime, but we'll get into it later. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, cool. Bucket list. You can't go to the movies. Well, you you can run the movie yourself. You can't like if there's like, oh, I've always wanted to visit XYZ country. I've always wanted to go to the Great Wall of China. Like, I'm too far. I like, how are you going to get there with like no pilots? You know what I mean? I can't I can't fly a plane. That's you true. Know? That's a tough one. But you could. You could find people who are flying around. I guess. That just makes it really hard. The thing here is that... Or I guess I could combine it with something else. Like, I've always wanted to ride in a hot air balloon. Now I have to find somebody who has a hot air balloon that isn't a zombie that can take me to China in a hot air balloon. Would we even survive? Can you even make that trip? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> but you, Well, you would take the hot air balloon to Europe or... Somewhere. Southern Asia. Somewhere or closer, then, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was thinking more of when Akira is like, oh, I'm going to get my motorcycle license. I was like, the agencies that administer licenses right. are not sitting around making licenses. What he, what you should say is- No I one's would, working there anymore. I want to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. I would like someone to show me how to ride a motorcycle. You're not getting a license. 
Yeah, it would have to be like indoorsy self-improvement stuff, like learn a language. Yeah. True. I mean, Maybe I'd do that. You could kill people, you know? You could... Yeah, like I've always wanted to kill a zombie. You can check that off. That's easy. Yeah, <laughs> I've always wanted to become a zombie. Even easier. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. that's true. Like, like I've always wanted to... I don't know, like stuff that you can do at home, like Miles said. Like if you wanted to, I don't know, learn to bake or mm-hmm. paint paint a big canvas painting or something. 15 years ago, a bunch of people would be like, I've always wanted to be in a zombie apocalypse because that's what every movie was for yeah. a certain chunk of time. Miles, did you say what you'd put on your bucket list? Yeah, I'd probably learn a language. Okay. Learn to cook. There you go. I don't really know how to cook. Um, hmm. I don't know. I think a lot of indoorsy stuff like that. Yeah, that's definitely the safest way to go as well. I would like to learn to draw. Draw good. Oh, uh, I don't it's know. Also hard. You teach yourself that? I guess things, you could. A lot of things are hard to, yeah, I was going to say, a lot of things are hard to even learn without someone else there. Like learning to draw like i don't know you can you can learn something from books and stuff but you know you, it's hard to get better without like an instructor or like learning a language if you don't have someone there to practice with you're not going to really it's not you're not going to you can only reach a certain level like duo duolingo no one's really becoming like no one's really getting that. There, there's a certain level that you can't get past with like duolingo you mm-hmm. know because you're not practicing with anyone yeah you can't learn how to be a better lover by yourself in your house. Okay. I don't think. You can learn to love yourself, though. No. You can't? No, you have to find validation through other people. <laughs> That's all you can do. Uh, you can get in shape. That's something that you can do by yourself at yes. home. Maybe that's what I would yeah. do. I would clean my house and I would get in shape. <laughs> but that's like that's something you could do. I mean, I guess that should be on the bucket list, but you could do that in your real life. That's true. But I guess that's all this stuff is about. He didn't have time, so. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Thanks for your email, Chad. Miles, we're supposed to let you explain why someone sent an email. I have no idea. Okay, well, I do actually, because I did see this. But basically, listener and Discord member Ken uh, said a bunch of stuff in Discord. And then you implied that he should have just written an email. Or Chad said Mm -hmm. that. And then you said, just copy and paste your messages into an email. (laughs) That is what this email is. Jackie, why don't you read? Okay, so the subject line is, before you read, let Miles explain why I sent this. Uh, I was sure you would have remembered, Miles. That's crazy. And this is from Ken. Uh, uh, In quotes, am I a total psychopath for thinking that Tetsuo was the most relatable character? I kind of wanted him to win. Like, I know he's a bad guy, but you're not rooting for the stupid horny teenager in Friday thir- teenagers in Friday the 13th either, are you? You kind of want Jason to murder them all. Also, Kaneda was such a blank slate slash total dick in the first half of the movie and got MC plot armor in the second half that didn't make him a relatable character either. I would say that the general and Ryu had more of a character arc than him. Watch the movie for the first time for the pod. I absolutely loved it, but I just can't agree with the Canada simping. 
P.S. I hope none of my friends ever listen to this episode. <laughs> In retrospect, I sound like an edgy 13-year-old writing this. Doesn't change my opinion on the movie, though. XOXO Ken. I see. So he wrote this in the Discord and then just and copied it in the email. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's much better. It's really moving this way. <laughs> I don't know if it's moving. I like how he when then- it was in the Discord, I thought it was total bullshit, but now I think it's a good opinion. Oh, okay. I like how he critiques, critiques his own, like, <laughs> I guess the way, the way that he phrases things. He's like, oh. Well, that's listen some, to me. <laughs> well, sometimes if you write or say something, then you have like a different perspective on it. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing the that's supposed to be better about emails. Not everyone does it, but you're supposed to stop and reread it. Whereas in a chat, next thing you know, you're like, I don't think Hitler was the worst person in history. And you're like, wait a minute, I should have thought harder. Okay, so we should uh, answer the question. Am I a total psychopath for thinking that Tetsuo was the most relatable character? Yes. So I didn't think Tetsuo was relatable, but I I understood where he was coming from. But I was like, why is he so evil? I think he's too evil. I think he got too evil. He's too evil. A little bit too evil. He did get really evil. I do get where Kenny is coming from, though. Because like if you, I don't know, I I guess if you do amass that much power, it may be easy to become that evil. Mm. We'll never know. But no, but he's saying that it's like rooting for Jason in in the Friday the 13th movies. But like... Mm. The things with those is if if you've seen any Friday the 13th or any slasher movie, then you know that the guy is going to kill all the kids mm-hmm. and he becomes the attraction for watching the movie. The movie would be boring if they just like defeated the big scary nah, murderer. You could do a horror movie first, where you kill the, you know, he's got to kill a lot of them. He's got to, but he's got to do it. I just think it's weird because it's like he's going to like. He's not just up against a few annoying, like, flat characters. Like, he's going to destroy the entire city, and then who knows what else. I can't root for that. That's crazy. But I also get it, though, that it's like... Yeah, it's not sympathetic. The people in those movies who die are not sympathetic, whereas, like, it's pretty sad, some of the people who die. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but that's why you're a psycho. Remember, if you like characters in movies... That's how you really are. It's a reflection Incredible of Incredible email, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good good work. But I think it's fair to say that you felt like Kaneda probably should have died, like, in a way that's true. Oh, yeah. He's, like, one too many scrapes with him. And I do understand... Yeah, I, I agree that he's boring. Uh, I think I overrate him because he's hot and cool. I don't know. <laughs> I th- he's I th- just riding a motorcycle all around. And it kind of makes sense, because, yeah. like... Tetsuo is like accidentally killing people like all the time. But I think with Kaneda, he really, he like wants to make a big point to him that he's like so much cooler and so much stronger than he is now. But even then, Kaneda like invokes his wrath, but is like always protected somehow by something. So it was a little bit like plot armory. Yeah. But still, Tetsuo comes off as like an annoying child who's like, no, now I have the stick and I'm going to hit all my friends because they didn't give me a sandwich or I don't know. Just like a vengeful kid. I mean, it would be cool to have powers. You know, if you're in a hospital, people are forcing you to be in and then you're just like, nope, you're all goo now. You'd kill everyone, right? Well, yeah, but that's my nature. I can't help that. I don't want to, but I would. I don't know if the general had a character arc inaccurate either but anyway thanks for your discord messages kenny thank you and for your email 
and for your email, which is a distinct... Thank you only for the email. Which is a distinct effort. Should we make everyone do that now? Every, like, listeners that post in the Discord, just email us all your Discord messages every week. <laughs> one by one. Don't do this. Do not do this. <laughs> one by one. Some of you have said stuff that I'm like, should this even we, be okay. a message in Discord? Every week, pick your favorite Discord message that you sent and then send that to us. <laughs> don't do this. I don't like it. Uh, again, those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You too can be read and critiqued on this podcast. Uh, still, before we get into Zamio, Zam 100, Bucket List of the Dead, which is not what it's called in Japanese, by the way. What's it called? They probably don't have the term bucket list. I was thinking that the whole time. I'm like, because kick the bucket is such a stupid, specific phrase. Oh, is that where it comes from? Yeah. Does it? It's your bucket list. Did, did the bucket list, is that, was that ever a thing before the Morgan Freeman movie? I'm not sure. Because I feel like I have a memory of being like, that's a stupid way to name a list or whatever, but it is a thing. I, but I think it only, did it only exist because of that movie, which I think might have been based on a book? I'm saying I don't know. Okay. I just don't know. Um, yeah, in Japanese, the title translates directly to Zom 100, 100 Things I Want to Do Before I Become a Zombie. Mm, which is the title of his list in the, in exactly. the anime. Mark, talk about money. What do you mean, talk about money? It's time to talk about our Patreon. Ah, uh, yes. Where people give us money. If you Well, that's not just what it's about, Miles. <laughs> if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the podcast. We have several tiers, including my favorite, one dollar a month. That gets you access to the Patreon feed, which has Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter. He explains references we make to movies and songs that It's just Yellow Jacket's link over and over. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Jackie's invoked uh yellow jackets. Now I'm watching a bunch of shows that have been recommended as similar to Yellow Jackets. So like another show where teenagers are stranded somewhere. <laughs> like just I don't know, different Jackie's whole thing now is just children in peril. That's that's really or what she's like into. Or just like people, like weird shit happening to, I don't know. It's it's a vibe. To innocent people. I don't know. It's a vibe, she says, before pulling the trigger. <laughs> uh, so you get access to Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter where he explains references we make on the show that don't have to do with anime because that's all you think about, listener. For $3 a month, oh, and it also includes the occasional bit of deleted audio from the podcast that was so off-topic, but if you really love to hear us talk, you can support us for a dollar a month. However, for $3 a month, not only do you get that Patreon feed, but we also will thank you out loud on the podcast like this. So thank you to Colin, Clit Rocket, June, Matt, Hentai Homie. I love Jojo Woo Woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Omar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Mirror Man. Austin. Tim. Martin. Aquosis. And Chad. Chad. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, as always. Thanks. For supporting the show. We also have a $15 tier, which I know sounds insane, but if you just turn it on 
for a split second, turn it right back off. That'll count as one month, and you can make us watch an anime. As long as you only want us to watch three episodes or an anime movie. Unless you've got some cheat where there's a nine-hour anime movie, in which case we will fucking refund you, all right? That's not funny. We don't like any cheats, loopholes, tricks, okay? What are some other words for scams and shams? But we'll watch a two-hour movie. Um, bilk. You can bilk someone out of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There, you just know there's like a library of 1920s words that are like. A bamboozle? Yeah, something like that. We will not be so bamboozled. Some of these words like you have to have in your head when you're writing headlines. Hoodwink? Hoodwink, yeah, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. It's silly. They loved words that had ooh in them. Mm-hmm. There must have been some great reformation where we got rid of them. Anyway, patreon.com slash jjbpod is a good way to do a good thing for this podcast. And that's why we're watching the podcast that we're about to talk about. I hinted at it earlier. So this is thanks to Omar that we are going to be talking about. And we already watched. So it's almost like seven and a half dollars forces us to watch something. We're prepared. And the other seven and a half forces us to talk about it should we introduce a new tier that for 750 we watch something but don't talk about it <laughs> okay and then for like 850 we watch no we talk about something but don't watch it hmm. like we talk about something but we've never seen it before and so we're just like i don't know i think it's about a mermaid it sounds <laughs> like it could be about you know if we can do that for really an hour like <laughs> we should get paid more honestly <laughs> There's no way I could pretend to I watched to know. a YouTube video of someone talking about it. So I think I can talk about it. But I didn't watch the anime. But I watched a YouTube video of someone we who did watch the anime. We react to a popular React channel that actually saw this fucking TV show. <laughs> Do you think maybe for... Okay. What about for like $9 and a quarter? We watch two episodes of an anime, but we only talk about one. <laughs> what about something, something <laughs> like, like we that? we watch more of it. Ooh, yeah. Okay. We only talk about one, and then you have to spend more money to hear us listen to it. Mm. Hear us watch it. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> Let's just move on. Do you guys need a break or anything? Nah. Nah. Is there anything else I have to say? Nah. Nah. All right. Do you want to intro this uh, Yes. show? So we watched, as we said, the July 2023 simulcast anime Zom 100 Bucket List of the Dead which is from a manga uh, by Haro Aso. Um, did they do anything else of note? They did. They did Alice in Borderland. Oh! Which also... On Netflix. Live action. Well, that's the thing that's interesting. They had an anime OAV and then Netflix did a live action adaptation. For Zom 100... There's an anime series, and Netflix just did a live-action movie that came out literally four days ago. So there's a live-action for this anime we watched? Yep. Oh, wow. There's a live-action for this, and Alice in Borderland has, like, season two and maybe a spinoff series or anime. Disappointingly, Alice in Borderland, though, is not about a girl. It's about a guy who I think his family name is Arisu. Oh. It's a little annoying. I don't know. That's okay. Guys are okay too. They're not as good. Know. They're not as good as girls, but Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I'm at. Um also this this manga guy, Haro Aso, that has to be a pen name. That's such a strange name to me. 
my obviously expert Japanese ears don't like it. Um, he has a NSFW for adults only manga coming out that is about like women and their sex lives. I'll give you guys a hint. This manga is named after a woman, not a real woman, but it's just like the title of it is the name of a girl. It's a very obvious name for a girl if you're writing a manga that's about uh, women and their sex lives. Can you guys guess what it would be? I'll give you another hint. You don't need to know Japanese. Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> that's pretty good, but no. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm, is it a name? Is it like an actual name? No. That like people name their children? Okay, no, no, definitely not. Okay, fine. Then uh, uh, vagina. Close. <laughs> booby. No. Is it booby? This is it pussy? This manga is called Sex Chan. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. That I was good. like, I, like it. I was like, what is this about? I look it up and it's like, it's an NSFW manga about blah blah. I'm like, okay. That's and you know, it's like to them that is a foreign word, sexu. Sexy. But I think they know what sex is in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like they they're on the edge of like they know Western music and stuff. They know what sex is, but yeah, I don't know. He's got a manga coming out called Sex Chan. I get the feeling Netflix won't be doing a live action version of that. But uh, yeah, Hato Aso doing well. Totally cool with live action stuff. So yeah, uh, it's pretty popular. It's got an eight point something on my anime list. It is rank 261 overall, and it is part of this current anime season, which I believe is summer. Yeah, summer 2023. Um, and it's number four in the season. This manga also last year was nominated for an Eisner Award, which does a bunch of awards for comics and stuff. Um, it was nominated for best translated work that came from out of the United States, came from outside of the United States. So it was nominated along with Spy, Family, Chainsaw Man, but they all lost to Love Sickness, a Junji Ito manga Mm. that I forgot existed. Uh, and yeah, this is a seinen manga, meaning a manga for adults, not for children. You can tell because it focuses on things like uh, he's got an office life. Yeah. And his friend works at a host bar that has a bondage room. Or no, his friend doesn't work there. His friend goes to a he's host there, club yeah. that has a bondage room and stuff. So immediately more relatable because I'm always going Wait, to places. Wait, was he at, was that where he, he was? He was at the host club. That's where he was. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, That's where see- Kencho was. Okay. I would. Well, it's weird because the host club does seem to be all men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and I, I, that didn't seem like it was the same place. I just as where I, he was. Oh, it wasn't the same place. You're yeah, right. Yeah, there. It's a different. It's in Shinjuku, Shinjuku as well. But yeah, the host club was somewhere else. And then he was. He was in some kind of like sex place. Yeah. Wait. Well, then why did they show us? all the hosts i'm guessing stuff. it's a guy we meet later yeah we yeah meet i guess the host so later. but in my head i was like oh they have girls and guys at this place but thinking about it yeah they don't really do that i don't think no they were separate places i don't know though because didn't he like honks- Wait, no this episode description says it's the same place it's club showtime oh that's okay so maybe showtime has the a section for like pretty guys and also for sexy ladies yeah, and then I mean, the, the bondage like. thing does seem downstairs, like it's mm. in a different area. Mm. Right, you can't do bondage above sea level. Mm. That'd be bad. 
Okay. Adult stuff. Is yeah. So this. I totally relate to this as an adult because I do go to places that have bondage rooms. Um, and I often hate my job. The job thing is really relatable. Yes. You can tell this. This feels like, okay, so just to like anybody I, who doesn't know. I can just imagine someone being like, do you just have a moment where you're like, oh my God, I hate my job. I hope, I hope, I, I just want like a, I just want like the world to fucking end tomorrow. I just want like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was exposed to COVID. I don't want to get COVID, but if I got COVID, then I'd, I'll be so sick. I don't have to go into work tomorrow. And that'd be so yeah, great. I'll get at least, <laughs> I get at least a week off. You know, mm-hmm. and that's pretty good. Yeah, and it's um, like you're you're in bed feeling awful, but it's like at least I'm not working. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been in jobs where I pray for a layoff. I pray to get fired, just mm-hmm. whatever, just or, something. Or like we're kids, and I, I'll pray for a snow day. I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, like we're little oh, kids. Oh, of course, yeah. So I hope so it the, snows. <laughs> we don't have to go into work. The premise of the show is that it's a guy who's at like a super exploitative office job, and he hates it. And so when a zombie apocalypse start starts, he's actually hopeful about it because now he gets to do all the things he didn't have time to do when he was locked into his terrible job. I kept the show is like even a zombie apocalypse is better than life under capitalism. Yeah, kind of. It's just because it is sort of just anarchy out there. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the show hates work. I mean. Yeah, and I mean, some of these, well, those so companies... Well, so far we haven't met anyone who liked their job. Maybe we'll meet someone who liked their job. Yeah, that's true. I like my job. But we have not yet in this show. That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, there's nobody who's like, man, I liked my life before. I liked mm-hmm. clocking in. <laughs> I liked what I was doing, and now I have to fight zombies and survive. Here's the thing. I think it might be the the girl that we meet. Um, the the one that's like trying to survive. That's true. Yeah, that she makes her own lists. I I don't know what her job is. I think I think I might have an idea that I wrote down and I don't remember right now. But maybe she liked her job. Maybe she liked her life before. I don't know. Um, we since we don't know her name, she could also be Sexchon. There could be a crossover with the new series. Mm. Anyway, I. Yeah, I didn't take any notes on episode one because I was eating Korean fried chicken. I took notes so I can go through the order. Okay, good. Um, so I wrote Wait. down what? Where'd you get the Korean fried chicken? Just Bonchon. Oh, okay. So the main guy's name is Akira. He's an office worker. He's watching a zombie movie late at night. I don't know how he has time to watch zombie movies, but he's watching a zombie movie late at night. And he's like, this would be preferable to work. <laughs> um and, you know, it's just a man running away from zombies and stuff. Um, so, it flashbacks to his first... Is flashbacks, is that correct? It flashes back. It yeah. flashes back to his first day of work where he's like, man, I thought this was, job was going to be great. You know, and he was working uh, working for a produ- uh, commercial production company. Um, he's like, I'm going to meet celebrities. And, you know, it seems like what i want to be doing it's, it's in the field that i wanted to be in yeah yeah um everyone's really nice um he bumps into saori who's a, just a pretty babe at the office who's nice to him she seems like she might be the only woman working there um only one we see i saw some other random ladies oh, okay. okay i didn't have speaking parts okay 
Um, you know, and then, you know, they go out for drinks after work, which is like nice when you can go out with your coworkers and have a drink. And they're all really interested in him too. They ask him all these questions. They're like, you're an yeah. athlete, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He used to play rugby in college. Yes. Um, which is probably useful for when you're I mean, he running demonstrates away, that running away from zombies. Um, but uh, after drinks, they're like, all right, let's go back to work. And like, back to work. And so they go back to work. And he realizes, oh, we're expected to work really, really late hours and basically stay over and then keep and just keep working nonstop. And so he's he's at work for two days. Um, his first week there and so you could not do this to me he's there like days in a row um so this is like an extreme example i have been so like i don't know now we're just talking about i want to just talk about jobs for a second yeah you couldn't you couldn't do this to me now but i think what definitely when i was younger earlier in my career if it was like expected for me to stay late it's hard to be the first one to be like, all right, I'm going home, you know, and, and if everybody else is going to stay for longer, you know? Um, yeah, I think I'd make it like at most a week before I was like, this sucks. Yeah. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. But like, you know, when you're early in your career and you're like, oh, it's so hard to get a job. I don't have a lot of experience and you need experience to get a better job. And it's like, if I, yeah. if I quit this job, I'm not going to be able, it's going to be hard to find something better. So it's like, you want to yeah. stay at least for the experience, you know, but like if everyone else is staying, like, you know, you realize like, Oh, like that's the culture here is, you know, and, and like also when you're new and you're entry level, it's like, you don't want to, you want to seem like you're working just as hard as everyone else and, you and might all that tell stuff. So that you could transfer to a better company. Right. And you then you end up, and then you're stuck there for like three years and you're like, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, well, that's, we find out that he's there over three years, which yeah. is like, which is very bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the, but, but, but this is to an extreme. I've never stayed overnight at a job. I have worked super late into the night fixing something, but it's, it was like a, a rare, it was like, you know, cause I'm, I'm a software engineer. It's like this thing needs to get done or this thing is super, super broken or like our analytics are like backed up and this client really needs it. Whatever. I don't know. Stupid. Like it's, it's like stupid now, but like, it's like I've, I've, you know, stayed at work until like 3am with, co-workers like trying to fix something um but then i go home and sleep and then i can come in late did you get day. paid for overtime no we don't do that we're if you're salaried you don't get uh, overtime but it would usually be and i've worked weekends too which normally i'm not supposed to work weekends you're supposed to get overtime even if you're salaried is that true yeah it's just per week though what do you mean i'm pretty sure you're only supposed to work 40 hours a week no 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 if you're salaried you work however long you need to work I'm not sure that's correct. It's not only 40 hours. Definitely not. Because nobody, no, I feel like everybody in my industry is working like 50 hours. <laughs> like in California specifically, this is different, but in California, it's even by day. If you go over a certain number of hours, you get overtime. But part of that's because they do like movie productions. Well, then like how do you pay out like, um, like on lawyers. call? Yeah, I don't think that's true, Mark. Like I'm on call. Like there, there, <laughs> there are like times when I'm like, 
if when you're on call, you should be paid for because that's you're working. You know what I mean? If you're expected to have your pager and then like work, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you're right about that, Mark. It might might vary. California state to state. might be better. Well, California specifically more... day, but that's because they have production. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Your your salary. Like you can work however many. Hours. Yeah. New Jersey law requires non-exempt employees to be paid 1.5 times their regular pay rate for hours worked over 40 in a work week. Oh, that I've worked many over 40 hours in a work week, work week and never yeah. gotten. New Jersey does not require overtime pay when you work more than eight hours a day. Okay. So, but that's, that's but I've, I've worked even yeah. like weekends. Like we're like required of me. They're like, this thing is like super important. We need to get this done. We you need to work on Saturday and Sunday. Let's all you know get come into the but office. Jackie's probably an exempt employee. Probably you might be. Probably I don't know what that means. They're usually like like non-exempt employees are typically like paid by the hour. Okay. Jackie's and not paid. Employees are usually salaried and hold more like administrative jobs. I'm not paid by the hour. I'm paid on a sub. I'm get paid the same no matter what. Uh. And like, I I work a lot. Like I can some weeks work a lot of hours, but I get paid really well. Like so, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, I in the beginning I didn't. So that's the thing, right? Like when you're early in your career and you feel like you have to prove yourself, and everyone else is working late, and they tell you, "Oh, this thing is really important. We need you to work. We need to you to spend your weekend. We need you to cancel." I've had to cancel my vacation before. I was telling Mark about this earlier. I had a vacation. Not, not it wasn't like a vacation. Vacation. I w- I took a week off to play because a, a video game was coming out, and so like months ahead of time, I was like, I'm taking a week off so I can just like play this game when it comes out. Um, it was Fallout New Vegas because I really like Fallout Three, and the new Fallout was coming out. And this was whenever New Vegas came out. Um, and so I took a week. I took a week off. It was planned and everything, but then like the week before, they were like, Oh, we just signed this really big client. They really need us to build. I don't know what some video streaming feature or something from some something that they needed. And I was like, well, uh, good luck with that. You guys, I'm going to be on vacation. And they're like, uh, oh, right. You took off to play a video game. Mm, why don't you move that? <laughs> so I don't know if I ever actually took the, that week some other time. I probably did. But I had to like still come in, come in on that vacation week, which sucked. Um, and I probably think I worked that weekend, too. Um, yeah. Yeah, Start, is, startups are brutal. This is crazy. In uh, the U.S. Department of Labor, yeah, there's a exemption for executive, administrative, professional, computer, and outside sales employees, which is ridiculous. Like, just because you work at the computer, I don't know. To me, that doesn't mean that you should just be able to be called up anytime. It feels like the kind of thing that should be in a contract that should be explained. Like, what's the overtime policy? Or how often do I have to be on call and blah blah blah? I think my contract. I'm. I'm. I. I don't really. I don't have. I haven't looked at my contracts, but like they probably put that shit in there. That's like something. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, have my, I ever had a salary I job? I don't think so. One. One of my. One of my jobs uh, said forty-five hours a week in the contract, but I was like, um, do I have to do forty-five hours a week? What if I do forty? <laughs> instead and uh they were like they were kind of like eh, it's in the contract because we have to we j- i don't know they they, they kind of said like it, just do what you need to do to get your work done but we put for you i think they put 45 hours as like a standard 
for some other reason. I don't know. But yeah. I was like, I, like I, I, I always stick to 40, but some, some people, when you ask them, they're like, oh yeah, 45 hours. You know, I work 45 hours a week, 45 hours a week. That's the standard. And I'm like, that's not the standard. Um, and I think it's changed a lot with everyone being remote. Like a lot of, at least from what I've heard, a lot of people are just like, if you get your work done, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just like. It's the kind of thing where they say that now and then if they need you to crunch, then it's like, you know, then you just have to crunch, I mm-hmm. think, right? Like, that's the thing that's depends like crazy. On how big of an asshole your boss is, I guess. We, I mean, it depends on how big of an asshole. Like, I mean, I, I've worked at places where it's like you work the whole weekend and you get, oh, yeah, that's where it, like the, the startup that I worked at. It was like you work, you work the whole you work the weekend and then you get a comp day. Which is like an unofficial, it's not written anywhere, they're not tallied up. You're responsible for keeping track of your comp days that you can just use as like an extra vacation day, but it's not like official. It's not it's just like you use it or, or you lose it kind of thing. That's um, weird. That that's what we did at the, at that's the startup just to put that the I worked blame at. on you. So but that it's, it's you feel bad asking like for it. They they meant they talk about this in the in the anime to bring it back to the anime. He was like, "Oh yeah, they give cuz li- li- a little bit later he's like, "Yeah, this place they give great benefits, you know, you get uh, vacation days and mental health days and then it's like no one actually takes them." And that's kind of how it was at the startup. They they gave us two weeks vacation and then you can accumulate a lot of comp days for the uh for Ankh, we were accumulating comp days for like the weekends that we worked and late sometimes for the late nights that we worked and for on call. But I think it was like for every week that you're on call, you get a comp, comp day, something like that. Because you're not actively working when you're on call. But it's like then you see like, oh, okay, I have like three months of comp days because I've worked so much. But when are you going to use those? It's like we're all so busy and I feel bad taking off. You know, like it's like the 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 culture yeah. makes it hard for you to actually take the time off that you're supposed to be getting. So you're just overworked and like you're not really getting anything for it. I like, by the way, that I'm scrolling and reading about the exemptions. It's mostly for white collar workers. Anybody who does blue collar stuff like carpenters, electricians, mechanics, plumbers, they will get, you know, Overtime pay? Yeah, that makes sense. But then also, wait, this says controlling or extinguishing fires of any type, rescuing fire. Oh, rescuing fire, comma, crime or accident victims. I thought one of the workers here just rescues fire. (laughs) Like you've got the firefighters going there to save people. And then one person's like, well, 30% of the fire has to be protected. (laughs) You have to save the fire. Because it is... uh, important for the food chain or something anyways uh listeners please look into your local labor laws and make sure you're not being exploited or taking and taking advantage of like this guy like this this guy guy does not get overtime i bet no no well they that's the thing is they say at one point they're like how many hours of unpaid overtime do you have Mm. Mm. so i guess they're tracking it as overtime and maybe that's something that japan is supposed to do even for white collar workers or maybe he's just saying mentally, mm. like, this is overtime, like, that we're doing here. Um, yeah, and Jackie, I bet you were, like, you felt a camaraderie with everyone you were working yeah. with, and there was, like, a sense of mission. Yeah. But this, like, this boss seems evil. Like, I would quit immediately. <laughs> it also seemed like when you see his coworkers and stuff, they don't seem like, I don't know, they don't seem like they're complaining, really. They don't seem, like, super burnt yeah. out about it. Cause like we Maybe were, they love it. 
because we were all like, oh, we have to work a weekend. But we, but there was camaraderie. There was like, a, all right, guys, we just have to get, you know, we just have to get this done. And it's going to be, you know, let's, let's just band together and like get this done. And it's going to be great. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> um, no, but he, they do see late, like later after he's been there a while, he's like, well, the job does offer and he lists positive things. And then the experienced workers are the ones going, yeah, but they're not that good. Yeah. And yeah but who uses them? So they're yeah. not totally, they're not having a good time either. And it was weird because I didn't really know what this show was about. I, I had first suspected what it is, which is just, okay, an apocalypse starts and now we can do whatever. Then I also wondered, is this about a zombie who wants to do everything that they wanted to do <laughs> alive, but now they yeah. do it as a zombie? Yeah. Um. And then watching this, when they all have to, when they're like back to the office, all their eyes have like bags under them. I was like, wait, is there no actual biological zombie is it just that they're zombies because they work all the fucking time and they're that always would have been tired? So depressing. And because like, he's this episode was depressing. Yeah, and he's just at the TV watching the zombie movie and he's like falling asleep. He looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's supposed to be a parallel there, but yeah, I spe- think there is. See, speaking of depressing, so let me just uh, let me just finish up this part of my notes. So yeah, the company has benefits. No one uses it. One guy, I I forget what he what he's gonna. One guy is like, oh, yeah, I'll treat you for that. He was going to, I forget what it was, but he has a 210 yen salary, which I think equates to like. No, no, no. What? 210,000 yen. Sorry, 210,000 yen salary, which equates to like $2,000 or $3,000, something like that. But the, is, yeah, they just say take that home monthly? pay, which could be weekly, could be monthly. Okay. Doubt it's monthly. There's okay. no way you're making $12,000. Oh wait, a month? That's not bad. What two thousand. Yeah, there's okay, yeah. There's no way you're making two thousand dollars a month to live in a city and you're working like back to back days and stuff. Like that's that's crazy. Yeah. Maybe in the third world that would be a thing. I'm but just wondering not in that, Japan. what the money translates to. We find out that the girl, the the It could be bi weekly too. Sorry. The the office babe is uh the mistress of the CEO. Um and it seems like it's not really a secret they have sex in the office and everyone can hear just kind of a bummer because he has a crush on her even though they don't really like talk i think he just likes her because she's pretty right she's there and she's nice but like and i guess it's like it's probably the only one of the only pretty girls that he gets to talk to because he's always at work yeah um it's also if there's only one or two girls at work they're they, like the hottest thing in the world. They look hotter, <laughs> yes, because you have nothing else <laughs> it's just to like, do. I don't get to see anybody else. Yeah, um, especially because he fucking sleeps there. He doesn't even get to like, oh, there's this cute girl in my apartment building. Like none of that because he's like barely home. Yeah, um, his room piles up with trash. So he's thinking of killing himself. So it gets like, gets like dark and depressing. He's like standing in front of the subway platform and is like, if this like bar wasn't here i would jump something like that yeah um but you just think about being in new york you're like we don't have that you just you just do it if you want you just fall right over yeah no safety um so he wakes up one morning to go pay for a bike fee he goes to the bike fee office yeah yeah, yeah, because they like revoked his bike space Oh, okay. At his apartment? Is yeah. that what it is? Okay. So he goes to pay his bike fee, but the guy who works there is a zombie. And everything is in black and white because all the color has been sucked out of Akita's life. His life sucks. He just goes to work and he sleeps there and he hates it. 
um, and all the color is sucked out of his life. And there's, but there's a zombie, and the blood is all colorful and stylized, just the blood. Um, and he starts running away because that zombie starts chasing him, and then there's more zombies, and he's running and he's running, and everything is like, like all the blood is like colorful. Uh, I I wrote down watch him still have to work because <laughs> I didn't know what this was about. So I'm like, watch him still have to like like he calls up his boss like, hey, I can't come in. There's uh, zombies everywhere, and the boss being like, oh no, we need you in. <laughs> we need you in the office. I thought I thought that might happen. Yeah, I thought that, that too. That they would still need him. <laughs> it's like no, you got to come in. Um, but he's like, I'm free. It's a zombie apocalypse. The world end is ending. I don't have to go into work anymore. Yay! And so everything just color like comes back into the world, and he's so he's just like filled with joy to in relief to not have to go back. Yeah, I'm not sure how much the colors are part of the show's like zombie mechanics, and how much of it is just like yes, there's color in his life. Yeah, because I did think like okay, they are bleeding all the time. That's pretty common with zombies. And the green could be like from zombie puke or the disease that they get mm-hmm. that makes them zombies or something. But there's also like blue or purple, other colors that I don't know what the hell they're there for. I like all the colors. Yeah, the colors are cool, but I'm just wondering if they all are really there in the world or if it's just style. It's all there, baby. Okay. Um. So he starts thinking about all the things that he wanted to do that he didn't have time to do, which is also like relatable because when I've worked at places where it's like, I feel like all I do is just like go to work and then come home and sleep. Um, I had like, I've been talking about this startup, but there was, there's a job that I had that was even worse than that. Um, and it's, it's like, I, I relate to it because it's like, I definitely have like, oh, these are all the things that I'll do when I have time or like when I get a new job. But it's like you don't have time to get a new job. You don't have time to look for a new job yeah. because you're so exhausted. You don't have the energy. You don't have the energy. And then like everything else, all the things that you want to do, you're just like, I can't. And so then your like apartment get, is just a mess. Like you're it's, just ordering food all the time because you like can't be bothered to cook or you're making like really like you're making like kind of college student struggle like, meals. <laughs> struggle meals. Yeah um what's by the way speaking of just like quick shitty shit what's your do you guys have go-to struggle meals that you remember from college or like on your own life i don't know that i do struggle meals. i mean i still eat them because i'm lazy Mm -hmm. i guess sometimes huh for me now it's literally just rice and beans oh okay Mm -hmm. that's not that bad though we we used to do easy we would do uh in college, we would order, we'd, we'd get like 10 or 12 instant ramen packets and we'd make it all together in a huge bowl and we would dump this spice that we had called Slap Ya Mama. That's the name of the spice. It's called Slap Ya Mama and it would make it like nice and spicy and flavorful and we would sometimes call it Slap Ya Moms on some ROMs. <laughs> That's pretty good. Because it was... <laughs> That's good. And so we just sometimes would make that like an event but like we weren't really like... <laughs> anything fancy it wasn't a nice snack it's just like super salty bottom of the barrel ramen uh but i do kind of miss it anyway yeah do it feed your family i don't think i'll be anything but disappointed um i might get slap your mama though for some other shit for some decent ramen 
I don't even remember what I used to make. I used to just eat spoonfuls of peanut butter and I still do. Yeah. That's like a good quick snack. I don't have anything. I'm just going to take a big spoonful of peanut butter and pour a little honey on it. And oh, that's, sometimes my, I'll take that's a, my meal. A handful of almonds and just put it in a slice of cheese and just eat it all. Mm. Like I'm an animal. <laughs> an animal owned good by running it. food. <laughs> is it good running food? It's just protein. The peanut butter and the honey certainly is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good protein. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything more creative. I don't have like a prison cake or whatever. Prison cupcakes. Yeah. Anything that's like more effort. I'm trying to think. Like anything that's like even slightly more effort. I'm just like, I'm going to make pasta, you know, because that's just like boil water. I pour the pasta in. I jump, dump in some sauce. Um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich, grilled cheese, like easy sandwiches that are mm-hmm. like fast. Uh, Those are all simple, but none of them are depressing. No, they're not depressing because I, I don't like eating depressing foods. Well, that's a healthy attitude. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> the most to me, the most depressing thing that I eat is a spoonful of peanut butter with the honey. But I like it; it's good. It's very funny how. I used to work, I worked a retail job for like seven years or something. And the last like four years of it, I was like, somebody please kill me. <laughs> Anybody <Yeah. laughs> kill me. Um, and and I definitely had that thing of like, well, but then these guys will be like, yeah. will be down a person. But then like, as I started to give less and less of a shit, I think, and I went like part time. I was like, well, I'm not really that important now. But then like, <laughs> I got my degree finally. And then just got a different job. And like was immediately paid more to do less. Mm. And I was like, man, I could have done this like three years earlier. Mm. This was <laughs> stupid. It's dumb that a college degree made a difference. But it is. sometimes you just go upwards and you're like, why am I doing less? And, they're, and then like at work every now and then too, my boss is like, I need to talk to you for a minute. And I'm like, oh, they finally found out I don't do anything. <laughs> but then he talks to me and he's like what are you trying to learn next what's what's next for you or whatever and you know blah what's go- how, how's this going and or thank you for doing that thing and i'm like wait you're not just going to yell at me like i've had bosses where they just like get pissed off yeah because after the first like six months to a year is when i just go like oh this job sucks mm-hmm. this sucks i don't like it there's no opportunity to move up and then it's just like i plateau and then who knows maybe my effort falls off a cliff so it's like weird that I, I just keep thinking that it's going to be This is all like, on your LinkedIn, right? This is all of my, yeah, it's, this is all my skills, actually. My skill is <laughs> catastrophizing. I'm pretty good at it. If you're ever like, nothing could go wrong, who could possibly think of something? You could just give me a call. Uh, listeners, write in with your uh, career advice questions and we'll give you career advice. If you've ever tried to break a bone yeah. on purpose to get out of work, write in. To Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. I've definitely thought about I've d- like when I when I really was just like I don't want to go to work. I've definitely thought about like I wish something would just happen to me. Like yeah. if I'm just like, oh, I'm in the hospital. Like I just wanna I just want some reason to be in the hospital so that I don't have to come into work. But don't you also <laughs> wish you had the like who gives a shit attitude that you could pick up the phone and go, I'm in the hospital and then just yeah. not do it? <laughs> just not not try and prove it either. Just go, no. Oh, you don't think I went to the hospital? <laughs> You could get away with it for a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, hopefully I don't have any jobs from now on that treat me that shitty. Yeah, I haven't. My last two jobs have been pretty good where I didn't feel yeah. that way. They treat me pretty good at my job now. Yeah. 
with experience, like you just have to get through that shit and then you have enough experience that you can be like, well, if you're not going to treat me right, I'm going to go find a, I'm going to find somebody who will, you know, and then you leave them like a, like a bad relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Mark. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so it was, it was weird that when Jackie said like a bad relationship, she poked me in the chest several times. I, didn't do I thought that. that was mean. Um, <laughs> I'm literally too far for that to have happened. The, uh, so he starts now, now he has time off. He's like, ah, oh, I have time now, you know? Uh, and so he starts thinking about the things that he, he's always wanted to do. Like he wants to get his motorcycle license, the things that he'd been putting off that he would do when he had it. it you know, a day off or, or when he quit his job or whatever. Motorcycle license. He wanted to binge. He was like, what do I do? Do I binge a bunch of movies today? Um, uh, and then he realizes that he'd rather be eaten by zombies than hold back the feelings that he has for, uh, I think her name was Sato, Satuo, the, the office girl. Sad, I don't know, remember her name. The office girl, the babe, who's the mistress of the CEO. He's like, I want to confess my feelings for her. So he goes to her house. Saori? Okay. Saori Otori. Yeah. Yeah, her last name is just Bird. Anyway, mm, great bird. This bird. So he goes to her house and <laughs> like he's like in front of the door and then he's starting to get like cold feet. He's like, oh, is this creepy? I just like show up at her house like 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 because he got her address through like the company like directory or whatever, like the emergency contacts or whatever. <laughs> Um, and he's like, is this creepy? He's like, no, no, no. I'm doing like a, I'm doing like a, like a, a check-in to make sure that she's okay. Um, and so he goes in and the CEO is there naked because they had probably been having sex when one of them turned into a zombie and the CEO is there. He's a zombie. And, um, Akira is like, I have something important to tell you. And he, in a very, he like gives a very, he delivers a very good like resignation. That's like, it's a, uh, it's, I think it was like professional. Like he didn't say anything mean. It was very much like, I don't want to burn any bridges. Like, thank you for your mentorship and stuff like that. It was yeah. very like professional and just, but he, but he's like, and it's I, formal. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say, I quit, like, yameru, yamemasu. Yeah. It's not like yeah. what people fantasize about, like, oh, all the things that I'm going to tell my boss when I quit, you know? It's like, it's just. Yeah. It's good comedy because the boss is a fucking zombie. Yeah. He knows yeah. he's a zombie. And he's naked. Yeah. And he's nude. Yeah. Yeah. He's not listening. Yeah. Um I think this this and the next item on his list he cheated. <laughs> um but yeah, he 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 resigns politely. Um and now more job questions for you guys. Have you ever quit your job and felt good about it? I don't know. Any any stories about quitting jobs that you want to tell? Let me see. Let me think about this. I quit yeah my last job i quit which was weird it was the first time in a while that i had quit a job i had a string of getting fired um mm. that's just what i end up doing is i just put in less effort i'm like this sucks and then they're eventually like hey you can't do that and then i'm like all right fine <laughs> um but yeah last I, last job i quit when i quit the star ledger my boss wasn't that happy about it but also like they offered me more money, but it wasn't enough. Like it wasn't more than the job I was going to. So, and then I was also like, "Well, if you could have offered me more money this whole time, 
Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I got the flu and missed my last week of work. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Did they think you were bullshitting? Did you pick up the phone and go, I'm in the hospital? No. There's like, uh, there's I think like... my boss literally called me and uh, M picked up and was like, yeah, we're at the emergency room. Mm. Oh, you had to go to the ER with the flu? That fucking sucks. Yeah, I thought it was dying. Oh it, was God. it worse than COVID, by the way? Yes, that was my number one worst illness. Would but you... COVID is in my top three, I think. Did you uh, Did you have a flu shot or no flu shot? No, but from then on, I always... I now always get the flu. Yeah, shot. yeah. It's so horrible. So who knows what COVID would have been like? What 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 else is in the top three? By the way, because you said COVID is flu is. There was like a week when I was just shitting my brains out, <laughs> and I didn't know why. <laughs> and I like went to urgent care, and they were like, "We don't really know why." Urgent care <laughs> sucks like, my whole ass. They were like, "Maybe you can bring in a stool sample." I was like, "I don't want to do that," but I did. <laughs> you and did. It was really gross. You did it. Wow. Yeah. What did you they know? They didn't me, know like what to a do. way to collect it. <laughs> and then I had it and I was like, I'm going to put this in the fridge, I guess. And M was just like, do not talk to me about this ever. And then I brought it in and they didn't find anything anyway. So it was a waste. It was a disgusting waste of time. It was a disgusting waste of waste. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that man. Is- I can decide if that's top two or if that's number two. Or that three. sounds but like not a good experience. I mean, that sounds like you food poisoning, to be honest. Yeah. Not a good experience. Have you ever had food poisoning? Uh, Yes. But that wasn't After it. After a Passover dinner, I think. Oh, come on. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> well, you, you've never been to a Passover. You're not allowed at my parents' the, house. The one really bad time that I had food poisoning, it was after a, uh, what is that called? Like the Jewish wake, but it's not a wake. Shiva. It's after a Shiva. That's true. We, we all got food poisoning. Yeah. Even us, the Jewish people. <laughs> so it was just to kill me. <laughs> it was, no, I got, no, I got food poisoning. It yeah. was awful. It was to kill everyone. Anyone who <laughs> ate, I, I never contacted the rest of the family to be like, who else ate that shrimp or that salmon, whatever it was. Every time I eat seafood now, I'm like, it's probably a many-sided die, but I'm rolling the dice here, aren't I? Mm. Well, I think oh, that- I have not learned my lesson. I still will like, like, it's expired, but whatever. <laughs> I think they left that salmon out like for a long time on the table or something like you never that, know sometimes that sometimes not. if you just get it from a caterer but they're like irresponsible yeah yeah i don't i don't think it was leaving it out on the table too long i think it's just i don't know all right at the seder i went to i think it was all the food like being passed by hand mm. oh. somebody didn't wash their hands mm. grosso Great question, Jack. <laughs> Wait, okay, let me answer it, though. Okay, so I have two quitting stories. One is the first time I had, like, a serious job and I had to resign. I, like, uh, like uh, I, like, looked up, like, okay, how do you resign from a job? Because I'm, like, I'm just at fresh out of college. I don't know what I'm doing. I look I look up, like, this is how you do it. I got, like, prepared for it. I, like, memorized a speech. Like, I practiced it, you know? Um and so I came into the office. Um, my boss showed up a little late. Um, but when she came in, I was like, hey, can I talk to you about something for, for a minute? And so we hop into a conference room. And I'm like, you know, I just wanted to let you know that I'm uh, resigning. Uh, I'm giving my two weeks notice. Um, you know, I thank you so much for being a great mentor to me. And, you know, I say some nice things. And she just like starts crying. What? <laughs> my boss starts crying crying which is not like i thought about different like scenarios like okay what if they try to make me a better offer what if they you know like i thought about different like possibilities of what could happen my boss crying was not at all on the list 
It is now, isn't it? <laughs> um, it. So I just kind of froze because like what's happening, but um, it turns out it wasn't really just because of me. She was having. I'm not going to divulge into her personal life, but something uh, was going on in her personal life that she told me about. Um, I didn't, that I didn't know was happening, but like that morning when she started crying, she like told me like, this is happening. It it, it wasn't like, it wasn't really that big. of a deal. (laughs) it, It wasn't that big of a deal, but like to her, it was like, but I guess like my news like hit her extra hard because she was already emotional. Uh, she was already like emotional that morning. So, yeah, so that's like one <laughs> story. And then my other story is like one of the like I had a really really shitty job that like for many reasons sucked, but it was like I like I describe it as emotionally abusive. Uh, I was like I cried like a lot and I was like also working late hours I used and, to think like, about not, finding your boss and beating him up and not sleeping well and like the he was like such an asshole and I was working so 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 hard and like I really like I really just like went to work and then slept like and I just like woke up thinking about work and went to sleep thinking about where it was just like it was like it was a lot and like everything that I did was like not good enough not fast enough so like if I took my time to get something really right i was um scolded for oh this took too long but then if i you know try to get it done faster then i get scolded for it not being like good enough like oh you need to like proofread this more or you need to like you know what i mean like but then he'll like i I would get like conflicting i don't know anyway it just like was basically everything i did was wrong and i worked so hard and i tried so hard um and I was like multitasking. I was like, I had so much on my plate for like not being paid very well. Um, and and my like breaking point when I decided that I was going to quit was my boss. After being like super overwhelmed one day in particular, my boss calls me into like a side room and is like, he, he, he told me that I wasn't working hard enough. He, I and mean, he was very serious. And he was like, you know, if this is going to work, like you need to work harder because you're not working hard enough. And like, I could not, there was no way for me to work harder. Like I couldn't, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll think about it and we'll, I'll see what I can do. And so I left to, to run an errand cause this was a job where I, I had to do a lot of like physical stuff. Like I had to go out and pick things up and I had to move boxes around. There was a lot of physical labor in addition to like, this was before I became a software engineer. Um, and so like but that would but I, that's when i decided like I, I almost quit like on the spot but i was like i'm not gonna do that so uh i was like i'm gonna wait a week and if i still feel this way i'm just i'm quitting and i really probably should have and i only lasted like six months at that job <laughs> but it was like so bad uh i probably should have quit after like the f- first like two months but at least it wasn't three years it wasn't three years but yeah yeah i yeah i worked so, my retail job i worked for like three years, maybe it was two or three years when I kind of was like, wait, this sucks. And then I proceeded to do that, that amount of time over again. And then some, it was like, it's crazy, but I don't, without a college degree, I don't know what the fuck I would have done better. Listeners write in and tell us, uh, your worst jobs. (laughs) Tell us about your worst jobs. Yeah, but they gotta be bad. Don't write in and be like, they didn't say please. And thank you. They chastised (laughs) me for not washing my hands after taking a piss you know anyway so then he tackles this zombie 
uh, CEO. This is what you should have done at that really bad job, by the way. Yeah. You should have tackled your boss and pushed him out of window. I should have I should have come up with like a very sassy speech and then given my a very sassy resignation is what I should have done and just told him that he was a piece of shit and like not even given two weeks notice and just been like and I quit. Go fuck yourself cuz what are you going to do without me? Um they they ended up hiring like two people oh, every time I quit a job they hire two people to replace me. But anyway. <laughs> that's a different. Let's not let's not go Flex. into it. <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly my biggest fear now being on family leave parental leave is that because they're like one coworker was like oh, i'm gonna miss you and then you know they were like we need you to write some training guides about you know the things that you've been focused on and i'm so worried they're gonna be like oh we're not we didn't need mark what does he do like now that he's gone <laughs> like we're not we don't we're not overwhelmed at all but thankfully someone else is you have job have, you have job protection because of family leave so oh yeah but that doesn't mean that my job would last much longer after that yeah but also someone uh, else you'll be fine someone else is going to have a baby at the same time so they'll mm-hmm. probably be pressed no matter what they just mm-hmm. don't know that it's all because of her <laughs> not <laughs> no i don't know i do some stuff that no one else can do so that's important yeah make yourself important but don't take on too much so yeah, and then and then in in he finally see you know he he deals with the CEO and then he sees the uh, office babe, um, Saudi right or something, mm-hmm. um, and he confesses to her there also like in a very like serious like way just that he likes her. Or whatever. Oh, by the way, when he pushes the boss out, he has flashbacks. It's like the manga wants to tell you like the fact that he's a rugby he was a rugby star rugby player is why oh. he can push this huge guy out of a window. Mm. Um, he also later we see that he has a football in his room that just says rugby on it mm. and I just don't know in what world would you get like a trophy for rugby that just says rugby mm. didn't say anything more specifically but yeah then he is looks is the ball in rugby called a thing or is it just a ball it's probably a rugby ball probably something insane because every every sport sure. has like blank ball you know like there's a baseball Base, well, I guess there's not a baseball ball, but there's no, a base, there's a baseball, there's a soccer ball, there's a foot, fo- football ball, there's a football. You know, they call it's it either, a shuttlecock. It's, it's either the, it's either the name of the sport or it's uh something ball. It is rugby ball, by the way. I knew it. Okay. But a shuttlecock is a shuttlecock in badminton. Okay, if you say so. Why are you saying it like you're from Boston? Shuttlecock. Cock. I've only played badminton in New England. That's true. <laughs> So it's totally possible. So he confesses to her and then he writes a bucket list. It's sad that she's a zombie, but it is sad. Hopefully he meets another girly that will be nice to him. You don't want sloppy seconds. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But it is sort of annoying that he crosses that off his bucket list. Like the guts to confess to a zombie. Like, come on. I could confess anything to a zombie. Yeah. Yeah, He had to go through a lot to do it. He had to push his boss out of a window. I just don't. I think that if you're going to go through the life event of confessing your love to someone, they should be able to understand that you are doing it. You mm-hmm. should have to fear their judgment you, and response. Yeah, you have to fear their reaction. Yeah. In this case, her reaction would be the same if you just walked in there and stood there. Yeah, she still wanted to eat his brains or whatever. Yeah. No matter what. Rugby is like the least useful skill in some ways. I mean, being able to push people out of the way is good, yeah. but like zombies bite people. Uh-huh. You know? I think it'd be better if you were like a lacrosse star and you had a stick. Mm. You could hit mm. people with that shit. I don't know what they call it in lacrosse, by the way. Probably lacrosse ball. Mm. Sorry, moving on. 
Um, so then we start episode two. He does, he starts his day by doing a year's worth of cleaning <laughs> in one day or whatever. He like cleans his apartment finally and it looks great. Thank God. And he's the so- first thing I said was, I hope his bucket list includes taking out the garbage because his apartment was disgusting. It was yeah. gross. Yeah. It really feels good when you like really like clean something that's, been, you know, when you clean your apartment after it's been like such shit. It yeah. like, feels so nice to see everything all orderly and clean and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wa- will not blame him for cheating here, but it is funny that he just throws the trash out the window. I knew he was going to yeah. do that. Just looking at it at the end of episode one, I'm like, he's going to fucking throw it out the window. Yeah. Because are we in episode two now? so satisfying. We're in episode two now. Okay. It was satisfying? Yeah. To just throw the trash out, you mean? Out the window? So, yeah, to throw it out the window especially, because it's just like, fuck the world. Mm. I also wondered the way his first bucket list item here in episode two, like... It makes me also wonder if this was inspired by COVID lockdown for some people. That even though it was a scary time and maybe people got laid off, even just spending more time at home, people, a lot of people were like, well, there's more stuff you can do. You know, Mm -hmm. you can do this at home. You can do this. I think a lot of it was silver linings on a bullshit cloud, but, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So he's like listening to the TV and there's like a news reporter on TV talking about stuff and the news reporter gets like attacked by zombies and probably dies. And he's like, I'm not going to do shit today except drink beer and watch TV. I can't believe TV is still running. Like, is there somebody like with the... Yeah, it's really weird. (laughs) Somebody setting up the programming and it's like reruns and stuff like... Well, he... Okay, not he. It's the other girl, but he watches movies. Maybe he has DVDs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned binge watching movies. And the news is still going. I don't know. Maybe... And you know what? As long as Netflix still works, you could probably find a bunch of shit to watch and binge. Yeah, because later he is able to get cell data as well. Mm-hmm. Some stuff is still happening. Yeah. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do anything but watch TV and drink beer. And so he drinks a beer like after he finishes cleaning, but then he realizes, oh, that was my last beer. I need more beer. So he's like, I'm gonna go on a beer run. We are introduced to a couple in a different apartment and they are reacting appropriately for the situation that they're in where they're like, yes. oh, we have to barricade the doors. And, you know, like <laughs> there's like zombies attacking and they're thinking about survival and stuff. And then it's weird like, that that's happening to them and nobody's at his door. Yeah. Maybe they don't realize that he's there. Maybe the other zombies don't realize that he's there. I don't know. He's, he's he, like he may have ruined things for them. by them. Uh, but he starts climbing down, like, they notice him climbing down a, what is it, like a pipe? Yeah. Of some drain sort? pipe. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going uh, to the convenience store. Do you guys want anything? Ramen, batteries, a flashlight. And they're like, yeah, that, and also toilet paper. And so he's like, all right, cool. So he he gets their name and everything. Um, and then he goes, he hops on his bike. Um and he's like, you know, I'd, you know, I'm risking my life, but I'd rather get eaten than go without beer. Um, he was already suicidal, I think. And so now he's just like crazy <laughs> to me. Like, he's just like, you know what? I was going to kill myself because I hated my job. So I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want now. Um, yeah. which I respect. And so then he starts singing like a song that he just, that he probably just made up. That's like beer. He's just like singing beer to himself. And there's a girl there drinking like water and like gathering supplies and he's like, oh, shit, there's a girl. I better not scare her. And then he's like very pol- politely. And he was like, she heard me sing that weird song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, and he's like very politely tries to talk to her. And 
she kind of ignores him and then he's like oh should we exchange contact info you know it's dangerous out here maybe we can help each other and she has cool girl hair yeah by she, the way i don't she, know what it is but she has one really long lock of hair yeah she looks falling. like she looks like she should be a hacker or something um that shit has a usb plug on the end of it <laughs> Uh, and she's like, I can't see myself teaming up with someone who doesn't know how to assess risk. If you like, just came here for a non-essential, non-essential item, she, which she is says, just a bunch of beers. She specifically says non-priority, mm-hmm. and she says priority in English, and that causes him to repeat it because he doesn't know what it means at first. Oh, he kind of says it in English, and then I, I don't remember if he directly translates it, but I, the way he said it, it sounded like he didn't know what that meant. Mm. They, they kind of hint that she knows English. And uh, oh. I wonder if she might be a foreigner or something. Mm. Yeah, I think she's, tr- when they show her at her desk, she's trying to reach the LA office, I thought. Yes. And the voice actress shows off by saying, hello. Yeah. Hello. Mm. Not a ton of English, but you know, we get it. She knows stuff. Um, so, of course, he by going there, he attracted zombies to the convenience store. So, they start to come in. He jumps in front of her. I guess to protect her from the zombies? I don't know. Yes, he does. He he sees a bunch of zombies in the aisle. Yeah. He's like, watch out. Yeah. And so then, and then she pulls him away from getting hit by the truck because there's like a runaway truck truck that's being driven by a zombie. (laughs) Because yeah, when he first pulls up to the the convenience store, he sees a GoPro on, well, I think we only see, he doesn't notice it because he's a dumbass and he's singing to himself. But she has a GoPro mounted on her bike that's like watching the area. Mm-hmm. And so it sees early on that a truck is driving. Mm-hmm. And that it's going to come to the convenience store. But somehow she's still too cool and confident that she knows exactly where it's going to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Um, And he's like, and so she kind of saves him from getting hit by that truck. The truck hits the zombies. And so they're good. Um, And then <laughs> they're good. And and he's like, huh, I wonder if I'm going to see her again. She was pretty and badass. <laughs> um, and he, I think his his bike is destroyed by the car, so he has to run. Um, he starts to run and he finds a motor scooter. Um, and then he's like, oh, that's definitely an upgrade. Maybe I'll find another upgrade. And he finds a motorcycle and he does not know how to ride a motorcycle. He finds a motorcycle. But he figures it out. Whose name is spoofing Harley Davidson. Did you guys catch the name of this bike? Mm, I did not. Is it Darley Mabidson? No, it's somewhat more clever, but too clever by half. It is Laurie Richardson. <laughs> okay. I think the author may have looked up Harley and been like, that's a girl's name. Uh-huh. So now it's Laurie Richardson. Okay. That's just like a regular name. Yeah. <laughs> that's a girl that went to your college and you never talked to. <laughs> She was too serious. I would be afraid of dying on a motorcycle if I didn't, if I'd never, if I didn't know how to ride one. I feel like you could probably kill yourself easily on a motorcycle if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, but who cares? Yeah, but you could die just tying your shoes in this world. And being fast is safer, Jackie. I don't know, you just, you like don't know how to brake and then you end up falling off and scraping your body. Oh, yeah, now that I said you just drive a car that's fast. Yeah. Or like you run into something and oh, die. Oh shit, but you know what? If it was a zombie apocalypse, this is not a bucket list thing really, but I would love to just, I would just steal cars and when I'd park somewhere, I wouldn't slow down in the parking space. I would just hit the wall. I will just let it hit. <laughs> okay. Not full speed. Like, then you can get a new car. You just keep crashing cars. Like not even enough to do a ton of damage, just like minor cosmetic damage, but it would just be funny to just like <laughs> slowly just go bonk against the wall or another car. 
whatever. Um, so he he's, he's done with his beer run. He goes and passes his neighbor's apartment and they died. There's blood everywhere. The zombies got to them. Um, I like to think this was his fault. I like to think that he was going down the drain pipe and then was yelling to them about uh, toilet paper and beer and stuff and that attracted the zombies. Mm, or maybe he took too long. Though then again, like none of his supplies would have saved them. So it's not really it's true. his fault. Yeah, he, did. he just had a bunch of beer. Yeah. Beer and toilet paper. Yeah, well, they needed a flashlight and ramen, but that wouldn't have saved them. Maybe the, no, it wouldn't have saved them. Flashlight so, could have been a good weapon. Yeah. Maybe if he, maybe if he stayed to help, maybe he could have distracted the zombies, removed them nah, or something. but he had to get that beer. He needed to get that beer. So he gets back to his apartment. He starts drinking his beer. The beer says, enjoy your life on it, which is yes. pretty appropriate. Um, And he kind of is thinking to himself that life's too short to avoid taking risks. So he's... Still, like, going out for that beer run was a good decision. Um, and so he's th- also thinking about other stuff that he wants to spend time doing. And he's thinking about uh, he wants to spend time with his parents, with his best buds. And he wants to meet the... Oh, right, right. This is his... Uh, he Right, he's making his list. And in the list, he's like that he wants to see his parents. He wants to um, hang out with his best Have bud. Have a beer with his best buds. And he wants to meet the woman of his dreams. Yeah. Uh, there's also stuff like he wants to... Uh, skydiving i believe yeah he wants to go on a date with a flight attendant or something which i think is episode four okay because it's called all the episodes are blank of the dead because that's the george romero thing of night Mm. of the living dead day of the dead dawn of the dead i forgot the fourth one city of the dead or something no one saw that right right so his list is a hundred things chud (laughs) his uh nothing is chud his list is called a hundred things i want to do before becoming a zombie and then this episode does something fun. And then the now we switch perspective to the girl, the girl that we met at the convenience store, and we get her, the start of her day. Yeah, which we don't. Did you realize at the at first that it was the same day? No, I thought it was uh, chronological. So I thought this was afterwards, like she got home and then the rest of this happens. But it's that day, or it's like earlier that day from her perspective. Um, she wakes up and she starts running on the treadmill. She's already seems like pretty in shape. Oh right, that's the thing that I I remember writing down was. I thought it was the next day because they don't do a like previously. Yeah. They don't say earlier that day. But then I was like, ew, is it like her character design is she's always in that fitness gear? Because now Uh, I'm thinking that this girl like went out in fitness gear and then is still in the same clothes. That's disgusting. But uh, she washed it. No. Oh, I like. No. Wash it the same day and then wake up and wear it again. You don't come on. I don't. I don't pay attention to clothes in cartoons because like there's so many cartoon characters that they wear the same clothes every single day. You know, and that's just like their trademark. Do you just call my Japanese anime a cartoon? Yes. What if like you? She opens her closet and it's just all the same. The all the same top and bottom. I I've never seen that in anime. I would find that offensive. I've seen that in cartoons. What about Goku? Does Goku do that? Goku always wears his orange gi. But he never opens a closet and goes, ha, ha, ha. Look at all my orange geese. <laughs> Fourth wall break commentary on how we're always the same. Anyway. So she gets up and she... She's running on her treadmill. She's listening to the news on TV. She has a bunch of different vitamins that she takes, like different supplements. Um, she writes a list that's um, how to survive the, the things she needs to do. A hundred things to do in order to not become a zombie. Yeah. Um, so she's like, I need to secure food and water. I need to improve my endurance or something like that. Um, avoid sugar. She wants to avoid sugar. So like, 
making sure that she has the stuff that her body needs to survive and making sure that she is in good shape. Um, that she has all the supplies that she needs, etc. She's watching zombie movies and kind of taking notes on that. Okay. Did you guys have the same weird reaction to the zombie movie she's watching? No, what? It's like, you don't realize that she's watching a zombie movie, but it's kind of obvious. It's like a hokey movie thing where, and he's sort of celebrating like, I survived. I yeah. did it. I'm the only one. And then a zombie bites him in the neck. Yeah. And then it abruptly cuts to the credits. And it's supposed to be like sort of a gag, like a silly way to end a movie. But it abruptly cuts to the credits and the first name is John Adams, mm. which is like, yeah, a gener- kind of a generic American sounding name. But my brain briefly went like, was this a spoof of the series or movie about president john adams that's weird Uh, it's weird that you thought that is it weird that i thought that no miles i know it wasn't but my knee-jerk thing was just like a guy gets bitten by a zombie in the neck and the tv says john adams Mm. it was weird all right i thought that would it might as well have said john doe i thought every well that's what i'm saying is it it should have said guy who's in that show paul giamatti yeah he was John Adams. My dad read that book and he would tell me about it and I was like, I don't give a shit. Wait, there's an actual show that spoofs John Adams' life? doesn't spoof it. Oh. What does it do? There's a real show about John Adams. It's not a comedy. No. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Nothing funny about John Adams. He's one of the founding fathers. (laughs) Is he a zombie in it? No, it's just a guy in it. I haven't seen it, so I I can't really say no for sure. (laughs) So... She notices in zombie movies that there are slow zombies and there are fast zombies. And so she looks out the window to try to classify the zombies that are um, existing in her world now. Um, By the way, just something that I realized just now, I feel like a lot of times in zombie movies or like just like common monster movies, but like let's stick to zombie movies. So in zombie movies, I feel like a lot of time people were like, no, like it's like a world that exists that people don't know what zombies are, so they don't call them zombie. You know what I mean? Like it's like they're they're like oh, and the people are coming back. Like those things out there. Yeah, Shaun of the Dead makes fun of this because they also never say zombies, but they acknowledge like don't say the Z word. Oh, I don't know. I just think it's funny that it's like like it would just be a lot easier if we were like oh oh they're zombies. Zombies are real now. Some, you know, some some movies do do it though. But yeah, that is a trope that that yeah. a lot of zombie movies are just like those things. It's, it's a those, new thing that no one's de- ever heard of before. The dead are moving, yeah, living dead, yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she she thinks that, uh, she believes that they're, they have both types of zombies. In like, based on what she's observed out her window, some of the zombies are walking, some of the zombies are running. So they have both, and so it's good. She's like, she kind of notes to herself that it's good to know what kind of zombie you're dealing with that'll help you with your survival. I think just hope that you're not dealing with the fast ones because that's scary. It is scary. I don't like that. Um, and let's see. She starts thinking about what the least risky neighborhood is to get supplies. And she has like a map where she's marking like where she goes and if there's a lot of zombies and stuff. Does she Does she acknowledge Shinjuku? Uh, I don't think she does at this point. But that's It's just funny because I could think there's a lot of pedestrians in Shinjuku. It famously has like the... Wait, is it Shinjuku that has the scramble? Fuck, now I'm doubting myself. It's just funny that he goes to Shinjuku the next day. Right. Shibuya. It's Shibuya scramble, I think. Never mind. Edit that uh, out. Shibuya. Shibuya. Um, so she ends up <laughs> picking a convenience store to go to that she thinks is not going to have a lot of zombies. 
she goes there oh and it and as it turns out it's what we've already seen but we saw it from his perspective where she's like gathering supplies she's getting water you know like normal things that you would need she does not get the what is it a cupcake a uh, sakura mochi oh it's a mochi she looks at it she wants it but she decides not to get it because she remembers that she uh, is trying to lay off the sugar so she can be in top shape to run away from zombies and fight them or whatever uh, but he's there and he, he shows, Akira shows up and he wants his beers. That's kind of when we realize it's a flashback. Um, and she does say, that guy's singing a yeah. stupid song. You hear her, kind of her thought process, like this guy's a moron. He comes here just like singing along to himself, attracting zombies, like picking up like stupid shit. Like he doesn't, what a dumbass. <laughs> uh, how did he survive this long is is what she said. Like how did he survive so long? So, I wrote something about data. Oh, right the data. The data is the, the 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 stuff that she got on her camera. So she got food, water, and data. Like she gets home and she's like, you know, we we basically see that scene play out again from her perspective. And she goes home and she's got what she needs, including data from what that she recorded. Um, and she thinks to herself, "Who knew beer could make someone so happy in this state of emergency?" And then she thinks about the mochi that she left at the store. Um, because he, he when he says during the episode, I'd rather get eaten by zombies than go a second without beer. Yeah. This this week, uh, our friend Chikas was visiting, and we watched both Grizzly Man and The Fire Within. I don't know that second of, one. The Fire Within is about volcanologists. These two volcanologists who are also like the Grizzly Man guy, like quartering mortal danger. Yeah. What's um, a volcanologist? And that's what it reminded me of. Just like. <laughs> he's willing to die for this beer just like that stupid bear man what's willing a, to die to be next to bears what's a volcanologist someone who studies volcanoes uh, but those the, and those people like that is valuable work that they're doing or are they like grizzly man like they're just thrill seekers do you mean they there is value to what they're doing but they definitely like pushed the limits oh okay and it's it's a documentary mm-hmm oh uh, that's sick yeah grizzly man was like funny because Wait, does he die in the documentary? I have not seen it. Yes. But it's like, is it kind of at the end? Like, while we were putting this together, he got eaten by no, a No, you know bear. from the beginning that he's... he's oh, he okay, okay, okay. In my mind, people would talk about it and how amazing he was. And then at some point, he got eaten. That's... I, okay, in my head, it was way funnier. It was that they was like, look at this strange individual. And then like, he immediately got fucking murdered. But it seems like he got killed by a bear even faster than that. Yeah. Well, that's what makes it like such a weird watch because you're like why is he doing this yeah well it's a good uh they should just like show certain important scenes to anytime someone buys an exotic animal because <laughs> i don't know about you but when i was a kid they'd show like a giant tiger on like the tonight show and they're like and guys these are not pets do not buy these animals and i'm like who the fuck is buying tigers mm -hmm. apparently people do it all the time yeah, yeah. it's a thing and they get murdered <laughs> Uh, I guess I couldn't call it murder. That's just an animal doing what it does. Anyway, is this the yeah. end of episode two that she yep. realizes like, you know what? That guy's a dumbass, but sometimes you do have to indulge. Yeah, we just look at her list again that says a uh, hundred things to avoid being a zombie. And that's it. A hundred things to do in order to yeah. not become a zombie. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then episode three starts and we start with this host club. We see a bunch of very pretty men. Um, there's a little girl crying at a restaurant and an idle looking 
uh, idol like he looks like i wrote down that he looks like an idol um like a, a model a pretty man consoles her and um the he says that he'll be back because they call him they're like oh man we need you for whatever reason and then a bunch of dudes grab their weapons and they're in front of club showtime and right show like the name show and uh or is it like sh- like shown shonen or like that kind of show i guess it could be but mm, no because show or shoto show could also be for shoujo what does that mean i'm pretty sure his name is show isn't it what's shoujo mean it's a girl oh, like okay. be shoujo yeah but shoto is is boy right young young boy yeah shoto shonen but be shoujo as well i think show just means young or little yeah young time um so they're in shinjuku they're, they're a bunch of these guys are out fighting zombies but anyway um meanwhile akira is home he is failing at growing a cool beard because that was on his list he wants to grow a cool beard he's having uh he realizes he can't really do that so he draws it on himself and he marks it off the list <laughs> Yeah, this was another cheat by him to just yeah. use markers to draw a beard on his face. Um, it turns out he has messages on his phone because um, he says the internet traffic is down, so my messages are getting through. I'm getting, you know, uh, for I guess that that works somehow. Yeah, I didn't know how this this didn't make sense to me, but whatever. yeah. Um, and he remembers his friend Kensho, and he's like, Kensho wouldn't die because Kensho is Kensho is resilient, so he wouldn't be dead. Um, and meanwhile, we see Kensho. He's like stuck in a bondage room with a zombie babe, and he's think he's also thinking about Akira. They're thinking about each other. The two friends are like, "We lost contact, and I wonder what the other one is doing." I wish we could get together. Those were the days back in college, playing rugby. Kensho would get naked and play naked pranks, and Ke- and uh, Akira would always laugh at my jokes. Yeah, which turn out to not be jokes. They're just him being naked and hiding yeah. his dick with a football. <laughs> Rugby ball. Um, those were the days. And then it turns out, oh, he's thinking about Akira. And then Akira calls him. How crazy is that? Um, and Akira's like, hey, man, it's been a long time. Uh, where where are you? He's like, I'm in Shinjuku. And he's like, all right, cool. Text me your address. I'll be right over. And he's like, no, don't do that. It's not safe. Yeah, he's he's also hinted that he hasn't had water in days. Mm. Or no, nothing but water? I don't know. Something. He He's like in a bad state. He has not left this room. Mm. Um, we get the kind of context from Akira as he's thinking to himself um, that Ken, Kencho, um, he, how his life was going great. He was successful at his job. He was dating a model. He was traveling to different places. Um, and it kind of flashes back to when Kensho was like, hey man, your job is exploitative. You should just quit. You should just quit. And you're an idiot for staying. And he, and he also... Akira didn't like that. We later find out that he, I guess, or is it then that he brags about like... Yeah, he backs, brags about his model girlfriend and yeah. his successful job. He's making so much money and he loves it and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I I wonder how much is like because we don't really know why he stays at this shitty job. He doesn't really make the case that like he he needs it for the money. Yeah. We do. Well, it's he, his, it, it I is think his, he mentions that he doesn't even have time to look for jobs. That's true. That's true. 
And he does at least, I think he probably needs it at least to like pay rent and like survive yeah. a little bit, but he doesn't really like, we don't know if he has the savings or if he could survive, how long he would, he would be able to survive without a job. If he, maybe he could only move to the city because of this job. Mm. And he already like, and I think it's his first job out of college. He said like he chose this career and yeah. he's excited for it. And so maybe, um, you know, maybe he really just needs the experience to, to get going. Anyway, when your friend is like, oh yeah, just, just quit. That's like not helpful. <laughs> You know, but anyway, guy that we saw from the beginning, who the the host guy, the blonde guy, he looks like he's about to get eaten by a zombie. But then a car horn sounds really loud. It's like, and it attracts all the zombies towards this car. And uh, it was Akira. He's smart. And he set this trap so that the zombies could go to that car and he'd be able to roam and get to um, Kensho without being um, chased by zombies. Do you remember what particular item is crucial to this this trap? I don't know. I do know that he He's, hides in he hides in a water fountain. He hide he. I I didn't know that he had hid in a water fountain, but that's he funny. Hid, he hid in like water, yes, like yes. outside of a hotel. He straps a rugby ball to a the steering wheel. Oh, nice! And it's like a bomb, basically. The car's on fire. Ah. Yeah, the car blows up and the horn stops. So he like runs away quickly before the zombies like catch on to him. Um, and the zombies are gone from where Ken Cho is. So he's able to leave the room and then Akira like finds him and it's very sweet. Um, but yeah, and Ken, uh, Akira is like, man, you were right. I should have just quit that company. I am truly sorry. <laughs> I'm truly sorry for I was I was jealous of you. I was jealous of your life, and you know I didn't want to take your advice. Um, and then, like in the middle of that, zombies um, start to come after them. Um, and Akira's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have yelled. That attracted the zombies." Um, so they go all the way up to the roof. The zombies chase them up to the roof. They barricade the door, um, but the zombies are they're gonna break through that door. So Akira's like, let's jump across. Um, he's fucking crazy, and he because he like this this guy he like he doesn't care if he dies, so he just no. does crazy shit. But he does also have athletic ability. But yeah, yeah. Um, and so he does jump from one roof to another roof that is kind of far, and the, like the second roof is lower at least, so he can kind of arc his like he might be able to. I don't know. It just seemed pretty scary, but um, so he he jumps and he makes it, and Kensho is like, "Man, I'm sorry, but I can't make that. I can't do it." Yeah, Kensho's also bigger, so I wonder if it's harder for him to make that sort of a leap. He's a coward. All right, fine. And then Kensho admits that uh, he actually didn't enjoy his job or his life. Um, he he didn't like his job. He tricked people into bad contracts. He was a real estate agent. That was his job. Um, he he tricked people. All into, jobs are bad in this show. So far, he tricked people into bad contracts. Um, the model girlfriend uh, didn't make him happy. Like all the stuff that he had, it didn't make him happy. He was just showing off. He was just like pretending to be happy and trying to tell himself that that this is what he wanted. Um, but he's like, but really, I wanted to be a stand-up comic. Um, and Akira's like, just quit and become one right now. I like how people still feel like they have to actually like formally quit their job. 
<laughs> I wouldn't tell my boss shit. I would just be like, well, I don't have a job now because obviously. <laughs> it's also funny that he's going to be a stand-up comic in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, he's going to tell jokes to the zombies. <laughs> like, I guess someone needs entertainment in the surviving world. But it's also like, what are you you're just going to get up on stage now here in between uh, collecting supplies? <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. Um. So then he he's like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to jump. And so he goes to jump. And in the middle of his jump, all his clothes come off, which is impressive. How yeah. does he do that? He's like, oh, I don't think I can make that jump. But I can also take my clothes off in midair. I'm confident enough to do that. And then they're both naked. I don't know why Akira also takes off his clothes, but they're both naked. Solidarity. Um, and then Kensho says to Akira, because um, Akira tells him about how he quit his job, and Kensho is like, well, you know, guys who quit their jobs uh, end up uh, being more successful, like entrepreneurs or artists. And when I I like wrote down like entrepreneurs and artists are not like always successful. They're usually not successful. The ones that are successful have money and other safety nets that allow them to quit their job and to get a head start in those fields. <laughs> Whenever people are like, well, so-and-so dropped out of college. Like, yes, they already had success or money. Yeah. For the most part. There's the occasional exception. Most like, most like new businesses, most like startups fail. So yes. there's Because that. people watch these... People trade these cliches about all you got to do is have a great idea or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you just got to work really hard. You just got to work harder than everyone else and then you'll make a million dollars. Most millionaires started rich. Sorry. Anyway, this has been our I, I feel like maybe the host anti-job podcast. <laughs> most of the hosts seem happy, but who knows? Maybe there'll be an episode where they're like, I fucking hated it. I'd like force professional women to buy more and more drinks. Yeah. And stuff because it's it's one of those I, weird jobs. It, I don't know. It was probably a little sad for them. Like they probably felt bad for some of their regulars and stuff. But now they get to do good things like protect a girl who, why was she there? Maybe they found her outside. Well, I don't she, know. Yeah, she probably wandered in. She was looking for her dad or something. Like she's missing her dad. I don't know where her dad is, but maybe her dad works there or something. Um. Anyway, Kensho is like, you might be one of the, you might be the one to save us all. And I wonder, I wonder how true that is. I wonder if like somehow Akira is going to figure out how to like end the zombies or something. He's He seems like he's dumb enough to try something to, that, like, that might work. Or just like know. accidentally stumble upon the cure or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just he shoves a guy into a secret lab that was researching the cure. It's just not going to be with his brains. He, he had a, a smart trick for the, the car alarm, but he's also goofy and kind of stupid. But I like him. Is that the end of episode three? Yes. Right. And then this is where Kensho also finds that most of his comedy involves getting naked. But I don't know. Funny stuff. Hilarious. Then they're both naked on the rooftop. They sleep up there naked, which it doesn't seem like anybody's really learning responsibility <laughs> and safety because I don't think you want to be naked around zombies. Rooftop is safe, but they're on the roof. Put on some clothes. You also get sunburned on your little ass and ball sack. You don't need that. Uh, what'd you guys think? I, I, uh, it's I liked it. I could relate to having a shitty job. Yeah, I like that premise. Yeah, I think it's 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 cool, and I like the idea of look at all these shitty jobs, and now they're free. And I do like that he did stop to think about his parents. But I'm like, okay, yeah. so you're taking it somewhat seriously because you can't be too happy in an apocalypse if you're 
really think about it for a second. But I don't know if it's really doing enough different from a zombie mm. movie or TV show. It's really episodic too. Yes. Everything's mm-hmm. so, of the dead, yeah. I don't feel like super compelled to like see what's going to happen next. Yeah, I do get the feeling that it'll be like a lot of other works where it's like, here's the new idea of the week, but then there is a a, a plot line that a through line that runs but there's no hint of it so far yeah um it seems all right i would like to see i think it's silly i i don't know i like i like the premise of it i like that it's, it's for adults sweet and fun and it did yeah. make me laugh a few times yeah um but yeah maybe i don't like movies where they do bucket lists because like and have free time and stuff because i'm like i don't do that <laughs> i can't do that shit um but yeah it's kind of funny. Yeah. It did make me laugh, which a lot of comedies, a lot of comedy animes don't make me laugh. So. That's because you're dead inside. Yeah. But I'm not dead outside, baby. Can't catch me. Zombie virus. What else did I have to say? I there. It almost felt like there was an Akira bike slide reference, but he he's sliding towards the camera, but it is like. Yeah, I don't think that's what it was. You don't think Even so? His name okay. is Akira. His name is Akira. Akira does not do a bike slide in the movie Akira. Uh, that would be weird because he's a little boy. By the way, I think was it Chad that linked in the Discord uh, a, like a compilation of all the movie and TV references to the Kaneda slide? And it's insane yes. how many there are. There's a few that feel like stretches where you're like, is that what they were doing? But enough that are blatant. Um, they're in there. But yeah, it's got potential. I would just like to, to, I would like someone to tell me like, oh yeah, don't worry. They skewer this aspect of adult life, this aspect of adult life, all that stuff. But in the, in the uh, meanwhile, there's like other shows that I think hooked me more in the first three episodes. I would watch it if you could guarantee me that he gets with that girl. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That feels like something a sane end should do, right? A relationship should be confirmed without yes. having to wait 40 seasons. That's my new policy. Do you if guys they think don't it would get be... together? Then I'm not watching it. <laughs> I, I I kind of agree, even though I do like Kaguya-sama a lot. But do you guys think it would be too dark if this zombie apocalypse thing was happening, and he went to his job or he went to the the girl's apartment, and he shot his boss, but his boss was a, a live human? He just like took the opportunity to murder his boss. Do you guys think that's too dark? Yeah. Okay. I think it's fine. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as too dark. I, I think it'd be darkly fun. No, there's definitely too dark. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Let's talk about what we're going to watch next week because it's a nightmare. What Actually, no, it? it's not. I know what it is going to be next week and you might not be on it, Miles, because you're traveling. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Next week, we will be watching the current or recent reboot of the anime Urusei Yatsura. Urusei Yatsura, which was like a late 80s, I think, anime originally, but there's a new one, and we are going to be watching it. Okay. I'll announce which episodes on Twitter when I figure it out. You can follow us there. We are at JJBpod. What's it about? A noisy girl named Yatsura? I don't know, really. Uh, You can join the fan Discord. The link to it is in the description of this episode. And again, you can write emails to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. 
Other than that, we will talk to you next week when we talk about that different anime I named earlier. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.